Welcome to Holly's Hot Wife Life, a fabulously fun place to chat about all things lifestyle. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. If you are not mature enough to be in this audience, please pass this link along to a friend, coworker, or neighbor who is. That ought to be interesting. And on that note, this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Although I can appear to be the consummate professional, I am by no means a doctor, and heaven help you if you take my musings as such. Now that those pleasantries are out of the way, let's play. TGIF friends, and by TGIF I mean thank god it's February. Fuck January was a long year, and it always is, so it's nothing surprising. But I had these grand intentions of trying to get two podcasts a month. Apparently, January was only going to be a one podcast month. But hey, hi! I hope y'all have survived the first year of the year, being January, and you are off to a fabulous February. Looking forward to all the good stuff that that may bring. In the next week or so, I am going to get to run off to another little business trip and I have gotten quite a few questions in the last month or so about how we look for friends and kind of questions that somehow I think still relate back to that and it seems like this being kind of a semi-special occasion is a fun opportunity to address those questions a little bit. So with that said of course as always thank you to everyone who listens of course and who has any sort of communication whatsoever, whether that's that you like a podcast or that you shoot me a note or you have some great feedback or questions, all of the above are greatly appreciated. They definitely help with my analysis paralysis and kind of just kicking my butt in gear some days. So here I am ready to talk about things somehow related to preparing for my next solo weekend trip. I did that what, a few months ago, and it turned out to be really fun. And so, you know, I've had a lot of questions around things related to what we look for in our process. And and I would say, kind of starting out in that discussion, that that evolves, right? So when we started out, it was a touchy situation, and it was a lot of communicating for us to decide where we were going. And It was all prompted by years and years of MFM or gangbang fantasies. So when we started out, it was very specific that it would be MFM. We were looking for one friend that was comfortable playing with my husband. And the things that we've evolved into didn't even come into the picture at that point in time. So we might have had a little bit more challenges, but we did um, utilize a site. We used some advice we had to define what we were looking for. And that would, you know, I I say it over and over, I'm sure, but I think it is really important that you put careful consideration into what you're looking for and don't feel bad because we are all looking for different things. And I guess part of why I would even say that is I had a gentleman pop up yesterday and he said, well, how do you feel about me 
licking your clit while my friend is fucking you or while your husband's fucking you. And I had to step back and think about that for a minute. And I was like, hmm, well, that sounds fucking fabulous. However, of all the funny things to catch my attention there, the gentleman was pretty attractive. And I I empathize with the men that are single and are trying to get a little more information about us because they've dealt with, um, people call it catfishing, I guess, right? So either just false profiles, people that really are not at all what they appear to be. And when we're looking for friends, we're looking for normal people. I'm not looking for drop dead gorgeous men. I mean, what another little funny one that came up yesterday was a friend said, you know, the joke was someone was asking a husband and wife or they were asking each other, if you could have sex with anyone, who would you choose? And the wife was like Brad Pitt, you know, or some celebrity, whatever. And the husband was like, your nail lady. And in some ways, it's more likely that you could fuck a nail lady that's in your realm of influence and sphere and just people you know than the likelihood of you running into Brad Pitt and just happening to go and play with him. So similarly, if your profile looks a little too enticing, I'm like, oh, that makes me nervous. Um, If you look like a normal person, that's always positive. I try not to get caught up in things like certifications and testimonials, but I do like to both have them on our profiles And I also like to see them on other people's because it kind of weans out one level, weans out, weeds out one level of people and, you know, makes it a little bit easier on us. And, and I think anyone in the lifestyle has ran into at least a dud or two or three, and it makes you step back, which is not a bad thing. I think a lot of the lifestyle as we evolve is recognizing the imperfections and rolling with them. So those things, certification testimonials help kind of get rid of some of the low lying challenges, but we still run into them periodically and, and stepping back and having an excuse to reassess is never a bad thing. I saw another one that I thought was really interesting that said, what's harder to find in the lifestyle than a unicorn. And I, I think it's funny because we are all looking for variations. We did not start out looking for couples and so many of our friends will only play with couples or that is their prime point of reference. So for us, it's a little bit entertaining. But anyway, the commentary that I saw was what's harder to find than a unicorn being a single female that um, has open interests. I think that's kind of my understanding. And they said what's harder than a unicorn is a quality couple because, you know, the ability to match four personalities is quite the challenge. You know, most of us had a hard time if you are in a relationship, matching two personalities is a challenge. And then if you add one more to make it a threesome, that's a challenge. And then you add four and you have to, you know, it's like your crosswalks can't just go around the corners. They have to go across the middle. It's insanity. But we've been privileged to find some awesome people. So I know, I know they're out there if that's your thing. Now that does kind of lead into sites. We primarily used one for quite some time here. It's a, a real simple interface for us and it, it's not perfect, but we've enjoyed using it. 
it's been a few years now and although people pop up on the sites any at any time it's fun to look at other sites so I am trying to learn how to navigate a few other sites it's challenging but we are running into some fun people too so that's a good thing but I would you know just as we look at new sites it's important to know what you're looking for at that point in time in your world and and run with that so our thing that we are looking for this week which makes it really exciting or interesting when we still have people reaching out to us in our normal interests which normal ha huh, that's funny um, the standard interest for us is uh, single men that are either interested in playing with both my husband and myself um, usually and that can host and we are still open to meeting couples but that's our primary focus but we are looking for men that are comfortable playing with another man in the room but also straight in our case however for this trip I am looking specifically for single men who are not attached because we have a great respect for everyone and their partners so that's a different challenge and I bring that up to say it's important that you do address what you're looking for and there's a reason and someone else might be on a trip and maybe it's a female in my case you know similar to me and she is only looking for couples because she feels a safety involved with having another female and a male whatever it may be it is very important to identify what you are looking for at any given time for any given purpose and make sure that you do your best to communicate that and don't feel bad if you receive responses that are not in line with what you requested. I have taken to even adding lines in some of our, whether it's our profile or if we have some sort of date listed that say, you know, here are our expectations or here's what we're looking for. And if you don't meet all of those criteria, you may not get a response, you know, and maybe someone catches your eye regardless that didn't meet those but don't feel bad, and especially, you know, like this trip, we might get a really large response, so it's important to put the guidelines in place so that you can simplify that. Now, with that said, that's kind of a rambling overview of how we look for people, right? I th I've kind of had that discussion before, so I hopefully didn't just repeat everything I've always said before, but I probably did. But... I think some of the more interesting things I've heard that are kind of related to that are more around privacy and safety and security. And um, one friend started out with the podcast, and I think the podcast is an interesting place when we're talking about privacy because here we are with a podcast that makes our lifestyle extremely private, right? Except it kind of does. Like, I do not share specific details because I do not want. I don't want to be outed, so to speak, whether it's accidentally or maliciously. I, I don't want that drama. We live a very middle-of-the-road, comfortable suburban life, and I would be very frustrated if someone wanted to get into a degrading or malicious conversation about my sex life. I'd probably get a little snippy because I think my sex life is... A personal situation regardless of whether I am 
taking a quote-unquote non-traditional route, or I have a perfectly, what, what's the word, you know, traditionally normal vanilla relationship. No one needs to be hearing about other people's sex lives unless it's solicited anyway. So if you want to talk smack about mine, I just don't want to go there. But I am a female and I have thought about how I would address it, even right down to when we do go out to meet people. Um, it's a little bit of a beautiful thing being that this is an open relationship per se. It's not open, but my husband and I had discussed it. So if my husband and I have decided that I'm going to go out and meet someone for coffee, if we ran into a friend, you know, if I'm out with a potential new playmate and a friend runs into us, it's easy enough for me to say, oh yeah, this is my husband's friend so-and-so or whatever else. And then just nip the conversation with our personal friend in the bud and move on to the other one. And I would hope that any potential new friends would respect that as well. Luckily, I haven't ran into it, but we think about these things just to be prepared. While I'm kind of on the subject of the podcast, I think there were some other fun conversation or questions that came up and I thought they'd be fun to address. And someone asked what was the thought process behind the podcast or who was the target audience. And it makes me laugh a little bit because I am a social butterfly and I will chit chat with anybody when we're at clubs or this or that. And, and you know, another person even asked who I would discuss the lifestyle with. Now, as much as I don't want to be outed accidentally or maliciously, I am happy to discuss with anyone who is genuinely curious. If you want to hear about the lifestyle, and this is why we have a podcast, is because I'm happy to discuss it. I um, probably mortify my husband periodically when I say I have open discussions about my health practitioners. Well, they're involved in my health. I would like them to know if I have multiple partners and things like that. But the podcast is actually almost more, um, we probably could give more credit to my husband because he's the one that identified that I like to chit chat about the lifestyle and said, you know, there's not a whole lot of people having podcasts about this topic. And so what was the thought process behind it? It was my husband saying, well, you might as well talk to more people. And who is the target audience? You know, I probably didn't think it through that far. (laughs) It's more like, here's the crazy ramblings of a hot wife. And, you know, with that said, there are little details that I should get myself a little further in order. Um, I probably will, in the not-too-distant future, put a little more effort into a Patreon account because there is expenses involved with having a podcast there. The financial is nowhere near as involved as the time commitment, but that's okay because it is fun and I like to talk. Another person recently, and I think back to that kind of catfishing thing, asked me when I said that we had a podcast, and he actually, I should back up a few steps as we talk about privacy, but also about comfort in the lifestyle and meeting new friends. He asked if we could do a uh, video chat or a FaceTime type situation. And I honestly absolutely just don't like doing that for a multitude of reasons. I want to put my best foot forward with any potential new playmates. And I am definitely concerned that I'm going to make myself look like a total goober in a video. Like, yes, I video all my playtime, but I don't think I look that great in that either personally. So I don't like to do that. And I also don't like to share my 
face or too much identifiable information until I've met a person in the flesh. I don't give out my name. I don't give out my husband's name. I don't, I just don't give out identifiable details like that. So anyway, the person would have liked to have a video chat and I, I said, sorry, it's not my thing. And then he asked because of the podcast, if we were in the adult industry or if we were people that threw parties or any of that type stuff. And, you know, as you talk about a target audience, this is kind of goes back to, nope, I'm just a hot wife who happens to have children and a business and a husband that I adore. And beyond that, there's not a whole lot of thought that went into any of it other than, yay, let's play. So no, I'm not in an adult industry and I am not, um, receiving compensation for any of my activities, whether it be podcasts or whatever else. We don't throw parties. We absolutely appreciate that there are people that do, and we enjoy attending other people's parties. It's great fun. So shout out to all the people that put all the time and effort and resources into things like that, because they make our lifestyle adventures that much easier. And as I meander along and we talk about um, privacy, right? So I have had a few people ask about concerns, and I think it's, in some cases, slows their um, foray into the lifestyle, but concerns about people finding out about their activities. And that, I think it is a very valid concern, and all you can do is the best you can to avoid, you know, it going information about your personal life being in the wrong hands per se. And and part of that is, part of that is knowing your audience, I guess. My husband made the comment way back before we went to our first party and I was like, oh my God, what if we go to a party and we run into someone we know, which, you know, I think everybody's had that conversation at one point or another. And the thing is, if you run into someone you know at a party, they're there for the same reason. So try to consider that when you worry about running into someone you know at a party. Um, I think, you know, a lot of it is just being thoughtful about the process and preparation. You, if you're like me at all, and you are concerned, and and I will go back and say it repeatedly, it's very true, because there are probably plenty of people that are not concerned about being outed, or they're concerned in a different way, whatever that may be. It's almost like um, saying... You know, it's you could go back to a, a more vanilla thing and it's like an argument of breastfeeding or formula feeding. Well, it's, then you can go to condoms or no condoms. Well, I'm a strictly condoms girl. But you know what? There are people that probably would much rather go no condoms and maybe they would rather just make sure that they swap test results and that's the way they want to play. More power to them. Everybody has their own way of playing. So for me, I am... I really endeavored to be anonymous to start, and <laughs> I definitely that think that is expecting a lot of our partners, but you know, if we can mesh with those expectations, then that's probably telling that things will work out well. Um, so yeah, I try to be anonymous. I We try to be specific in our profile, then we try to also stay anonymous until we meet someone in person. We do try to have vanilla meetings. I was talking about this gentleman in the beginning that had what sounded like a really fun scenario, but I was concerned that he might not be what he appears, but maybe he is. I don't know. If I happen to go meet him, I will probably go meet him somewhere neutral and 
make sure that he appears to be on that level and go from there, if that even makes it to that point. And I would encourage everyone else to do the same and the concerns about privacy kind of go back into that, that you keep yourself anonymous until you meet a person and have a chance to to act on your gut. And, you know, it's just like any other relationship in your life. If you're getting a babysitter, if you're hiring a maid, if you're, you know, I don't know what, going to the grocery store, if you see a bum on the corner and whether or not you want to give them money, food, whatever else, you're identifying if they meet with what works for you or what you're comfortable with. You know, anytime we come into contact with other humans, we need to just kind of get in touch with ourselves and make sure that it's a good fit for that moment and that case. So, you know, likewise with the lifestyle. So as we have evolved, one of those kind of added challenges related to privacy and just um, keeping our different lives from overlapping inappropriately you may experience similar things to us where you have a lot of lifestyle friends and you have to kind of consider the audience and remember, oh, we're with a non-lifestyle group here, so there's conversation that's not appropriate. And here we are with a lifestyle group of friends, so there's conversation that is appropriate. Now, related to that, as you gain more friends that are in lifestyle, um, you do have a higher level of intimacy, even if you don't play with them. And that can cause challenges as far as, you know, we've seen it where if couples break up, that can be very nerve wracking to a a larger group because of the relationships that are formed. Like I said, even if you aren't playing, you just have a greater level of intimacy. So it is important to be very conscientious about your relationships and you know, fair to your partners. Most of our friends know that I'm super touchy about being too close to the point that, you know, as far as our local friends, we really try to stick with strictly single males locally because there's a lot less chance for drama, unfortunately. But, you know, everyone is different again. And I think there's a good fit for everyone, whether that's appearance or style, you know, they whatever works for you, just work real diligently to identify that to make it easier on you in your life. I'm like, what else did I have noted? I'm kind of just babbling loosely today. I will tell you that, you know, by next weekend, hopefully we'll have met some new friends and visited some old friends and hopefully have some great fun new stories to say because it has been an unusually long time since I've played outside of my fabulous time with my husband. But as always, I would certainly encourage you to shoot me notes. If you have questions, if you have questions you just want me to respond to personally, I'm happy to respond personally within the time limits I can get back to you. Sometimes it takes me a little while. I apologize in advance, but sometimes I'm quick. So, hey, and, or if you have anything that you'd like to address in the podcast, let me know that as well. Um, I'm sure, as always, I probably glossed over a lot of things because I get rambling. But if there's something you'd like to hear greater detail, let me know. Um, Otherwise, maybe we'll have some fun stories next time. And until then, 